the fantasy that the mind gives many people is if I would just get that thing, if I would just get that, I tell you, I'd be so happy, right? So there's this delusion that there are external things that are going to create internal happiness. When the real happiness comes from how you feel inside about who you are, understanding your nature, understanding why you're here, why you're here on planet Earth, what, what is the point of all of this, right? And the truth is that many of us don't take the time to understand those are scary questions. Welcome to The Wealthy and Well Woman, a podcast that celebrates choosing a life of overflow. If you're looking to grow your business, live on purpose, and feel your best while doing it, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Kat Sanuski, the business coach for wellness leaders and visionary female entrepreneurs, founder of Be Well Events and international yoga teacher and trainer. My goal in this podcast is to help you curate your life by design and claim your dream business by giving you actionable tips and trainings that help you get out of your own way, step into your power and monetize your magic. I'll be bringing you a thought training or interview from experts that will help you break through your fears, take action and grow into those massive visions that you can't stop thinking about. I am so happy you're here. Now let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. We have an exciting guest today, Mahima, who is Europe's number one self-mastery mentor, mindset trainer, international best-selling author, and award-winning speaker and founder of the Mahima Mindset. Mahima is the first black self-mastery mentor to have spoken at the Harvard Club of Boston in 2018. What, what, Boston? That's close to here. Um, In 2017, she got to share the stage with Sir Richard Branson at a business development event in Singapore. She has also had the privilege to share the stage with other thought leaders like Les Brown, Kevin Harrington, Lisa Nichols. Mahima has done over 10,000 hours of meditation practice and to date has helped transform the lives of thousands of people with her unique creations, the Inner Peace Formula, and the Own Your Superstar multi-award winning training. Casual intro, Mahima. I'm so excited (laughs) to have you and all of your expertise here. Such a joy to be here. Thank you, Kat. And, you know, I'm always surprised myself when I hear um, my PO like that. Yeah, I've done all of that stuff. And um, I'm excited for the continued journey, more learning, more discovering, more uh, seeing what else I can untap in as potential into this world. Absolutely. I love it. I can't wait to hear about more of the meditation hours, like 10,000 hours and that journey as well. But before we jump into all the juice on meditation, mindset, manifestation, all the amazing things that you teach on and transformation, um, can you just give us a little background for those that don't know you of who you are, how you got to this amazing place of doing all these incredible things? So I'm born in Zimbabwe. um, So I'm 100% African. I went to school there. I, um, you know, lost my virginity there <laughs> and um, had a lot of fun in this multicultural city called um, Harare, where um, I actually met my first husband. I'd been married twice. Um, he was from Switzerland, and um, my second husband, he's from Germany. Um, It was through these relationships, especially the first one, where I discovered what you are imprinted with from your birth country, the education you get, the people you know, is really dictating how much success, 
happiness, a joy and abundance you're going to be able to create and experience in your life. It was through that first marriage that I discovered I had a lot of pain and trauma inside of me from my childhood for many different reasons. The apartheid that I grew up into and around, um, the poverty that my great-grandmother was living in a hut in Africa without running water, electricity, um, a toilet, no proper toilet, right? And she died in that situation. Um, she was about 95 years old, right? And uh, the fact that my mother had a, you know, medium type of job earning, I think below, at that point it was probably like $500, like US dollars um, a month working her butt off. And, um, and the fact that, uh, you know, I had physical um, and emotional abuse in my childhood because understandably many people around me were super frustrated with the apartheid, with the poverty, with the lack of opportunities and so forth. So, um, so I didn't know that there was anything wrong with me until that first marriage where, you know, I had the opportunity to live in a beautiful house with a swimming pool, jacuzzi. Um, I had people helping me with the garden and, uh, you know, um, somebody cleaning. And so I was really living suddenly a very privi privileged life. And that's what you would think if you have everything you think about, a beautiful man, a beautiful husband, you're going to be happy. And I wasn't. I wasn't happy. I was, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, Kat. I didn't know, uh, you know, my superpower. I didn't know um, how to operate as a woman, as, as, as a, um, a wife. So I knew, I mean, obviously things ended in tragedy, right? A tragedy meaning divorce, right? In a quite a short period of time. And after that divorce, I found myself in an ashram in India. I know it's bizarre, but that's what happened. That was my, you couldn't call it destiny because to go from Zimbabwe to India, you know, 30, uh, 30 odd years ago is pretty radical. Okay. <laughs> so, um, in that first meditation, I started to experience myself. Um, I started to understand my pain. I started to understand conditioning and how those imprints are holding you to think, act, and feel a certain way. Super quick interruption to today's episode to share something extremely exciting. I want you to imagine having access to all of the most potent and powerful trainings for wealthy and well entrepreneurship. That is exactly what Eudaimonia is. It's a one-year membership to all of my most powerful trainings for growing your business and impacting your life. And don't skip forward just yet because I'm sharing with you a code for $100 off every single month to Eudaimonia for an entire year. You can use code WWPOD to save $100 off every single month for an entire year. Eudaimonia includes all of my programs. You get instant access to programs like Monetize Your Magic, Soul Revival, Elevated Events, InstaBiz Growth Accelerator, all of my my master classes, my yoga library specifically for energetic alignment for entrepreneurs, and any new program or offer I create 
for an entire year. And the best part is you also get monthly coaching calls to get all of your questions answered and get direct support in your unique business and connect with an incredible community of women who are just as committed as you to building a wealthy and well life and business of their dreams. So if you're ready for your most wealthy and well year yet, then use code WWPOD to save $100 off every single month in Eudaimonia. And I can't wait to welcome you in. And so I went through a deep process with those, you know, many hours of meditation, sometimes up to five hours a day, cat of meditation over a five year period of deep diving into my human consciousness. I discovered therefore with 27 that I have a gift that I can help others that were like me, traumatized, lost, didn't know who they were, to find themselves, get empowered, and really connect to the joy, uh, the laughter, and also the creation that you are creating. You're not just a victim of your circumstances. So that's where it all started. It started many years ago. Yeah, and over the last two and a half decades, um, I've had the privilege to accomplish some amazing things because I learned how to be grounded. I learned how to think for myself and not like everyone else is thinking. I learned how to take care of myself and honor that me feeling good is important. Mm. So that's the short version of the story, Kat. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. I, that's such a beautiful, beautiful story. And really having gone through all of that, you can see kind of like every aspect of it. Um, I love, so what, what part of India were you in when you studied there? So the first, I went into um, Pune, a place called Pune, right? Which is, uh, yeah, um, somewhere in, you know, in the, is it south or north? Um, my geography is not the best. Yeah, I was I like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I would need a map to look at it. Okay. Um. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and so you were studying meditation there. Were you there? How long were you there for? Were you there for the five years or you just carried that meditation on? Like so I stayed there for 18, so I was moving all around India during that time. So I arrived there and then I went for, you know, some months here and um, months there. There were, I stayed in Lucknow, a place called Lucknow for, for the longest period of time. That's where I found a live guru in his body. And how it went is that I would be like eight months there, two months traveling. I traveled to Canada, I traveled to um, America, I traveled back home, I come back for another nine months and then I traveled to Bali and traveled to, um, you know, uh, Singapore. And so, so in a five year period, I spent, I would say, 80% of the time in India around these teachers. Incredible. That is a lot of meditation. And would you say mm -hmm. a lot of this came through getting, you know, meditating, getting quiet, going within? was there a lot of outside teachings or was, did it really come from just going inwards? And, and, and this ties back into people that are feeling the same way. Maybe they have all of the things, maybe they've checked all those societal boxes that a lot of us think, you know, will make us happy. Like you mentioned, like having the amazing man, the house, the wealth, like all of the things that were handed to you and still having this feeling of this, is this it? You know, I'm not happy with this. This isn't really what I want because you, hadn't had the chance to really explore that and go inward. Were you, would you say that is really the key piece? You know, I, the thing is that 
it was very important for me to have had all of that because I think that comes from how you feel inside about who you are, understanding your nature, understanding why you're here. Why are you here on planet Earth? What, what is the point of all of this, right? And the truth is that many of us don't take the time to understand those are scary questions, right? Um, and, you know, we, we understand there's certain truths we can all agree with, which is that we're going to leave the body at one point. You came into this world with nothing, you're going to leave with nothing. And so what is really the point of this time between birth and death, which is a mystery period of time? It could be anything from five days to 20 years to a hundred years, nobody knows, right? Some people came into this planet even just for one day. So we're living here in this body, it's a mystery. What I do know for sure is that the reason we're here is not to, uh, to, to get practical jobs and, you know, and, and, and be in relationships that are toxic and, and not fun and, 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 and just kind of waste our life in, in a kind of mundane, you know, uh, existence. There is something inside of us. I call it the soul. I call it your spirit. I call it your potential that is yearning to be acknowledged. And so I would say what happened to me in India is that I acknowledged that I'm not just a talking head, that there is more to me energetically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally than anything that my society had taught me. You know, we were extreme, we were strict Roman Catholics growing up. So I had the whole church thing, right? We prayed, we went to church every Sunday. I was full of fear, fear of God, fear of the devil, fear of losing, fear of not, you know. So that was what it gave me, if I'm honest to myself. If I look at my family and what it gave them, they were also in a lot of pain. They were also stuck in the, in the pain body creating, you know, like just to, to give an example, you know, one of my aunts was in an abusive relationship, right, where she would get physically beaten and even ending up in hospital, right? And, you know, of course she got out of that uh, relationship at some point, but just to, to so, show the type of stuff that can happen in environments where, yes, you, you, you don't have these type of tools that meditation can give you. And, the, and what it is, it's a deep, deep, sense of self-worthiness and self-love. So instead of feeling uncomfortable in yourself and hating and judging and criticizing yourself and hating and criticizing others and the world all day long, you come to a sense of peace. You come to a sense of wholeness and stillness. You feel unconditional love. Meditation is one of the most powerful um, systems for grounding into your humanity. Only when you've had the experience can you understand what I'm saying, right? You turn off the monkey mind, the fear mind, the, the judging accusation, right? I could be very bitter and angry being, you know, um, being brought up with racism, right? So I could be hating on other white people like you condemned us and, you know, and, and all of that messiness is, is, um, is avoiding you or, or, or distracting you from your true calling here, which is to live life with elevation, with love, with peace, with joy. But you can't just go directly there. You need to clean out all of this misconceptions about who you think you are. 
So I hope, yeah, this is, this is making sense. Yeah, of course. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I can so relate with the, um, I was raised very Christian as well. So the fear, even the shame and things that come along with some of that, like heavy religion stuff, I definitely can relate to that and working through that. Now, what I want to ask you is for someone that's like, Mahima, you're speaking to my soul. Like, absolutely. I totally agree with all of this. But how do I go through this process? Like, what are, how do I, maybe they've, a lot of our listeners are, are actually in this process. You know, they've, be, they've started the journey. They're, they're a lot, they're, they're already very into self-reflection, maybe a regular meditation practice or semi-regular. Um, they're doing some of this work, but what if they're still feeling like a little bit lost on the higher purpose or their mission in life? How would you recommend that they really come home to that? Maybe they've seen glimpses of it, but do you have any recommendations for that woman who's like, I think I'm doing it, but like, how do I know? Or how can I concrete it deeper in my soul? So my absolute belief with everything inside of me is find a mentor, find a live teacher that you can learn from. That is what I did. I didn't become this way because I'm just so smart and I just figured it out. I became this way because I was smart enough to be with somebody who said they'd figured it out. And while I was around them, I felt like, yeah, they're speaking my language. They're, you know, I'm feeling the vibe. And so I took decisions, yeah, wise decisions to hang out with the right people. So that is the biggest trap that this, you know, sort of like internet world has, you know, the idea that you can sort of go on and work on yourself, by yourself. And there are parts of that. And for example, if someone joins our academy, of course, um, we have an online academy where you can do my meditations, my system hacks, learn about my methods and strategies by yourself online at home. But that's not enough. You need to be in community. You need to be with other people that can bounce exactly what you just said. You know, Kat, am, is this the right way? Am I like that someone goes, no, actually, you're stuck. You're stuck in this or you need to put more of that or let's subtract more of this, right? So you need that feedback, that feedback loop. And so most of us think we should just know how to live happy, joyful lives and become wealthy and know it by ourselves. No, you need to learn from somebody who's done it, right? Mm -hmm. So if there's anyone listening to this, you want a faster way, you want to go from what can I achieve in one, like, like in one year, right? That you might, might figure out in 10, but probably won't. And I can give myself as that example, okay? Between 30 and 40, I was trying to sort of um, do my expert business, which is me, teaching other people how to be powerful and focused and grounded and, you know, feel good every day. I was trying to do that by myself. Within ten, in a 10-year period, I'd only managed to create um, the, the highest revenue year I ever had was 30,000. Let's just call it US dollars. It's Swiss francs. It's very similar. Yeah. So 30,000 US dollars, the highest revenue I ever created by myself over a 10-year period. I got coaching. I invested 30,000 in this coaching. Some of my people might go like, what? 30, like, 
okay? I was tired. I was sick and tired of that little measly cash I was making, feeling dependent financially on my husband, knowing that I have all of this talent. So I invested the 30,000 great coaches, great mentors um, that helped me, and I was able to create in the first year 200,000 in revenue. Yeah. yeah, in the second year, get this, get the money. The second year, 750,000 in revenue. And then I took the business in the third year to 2 million, right? So this is what I couldn't do by myself, right? And had I been smart, I would have had at 30 already invested those coaches, mentors and already be on my way. I would be already a lot further. So I see too many women thinking, I've got this, thinking I can do this. And then, you know, years and years go by and literally you're just stabbing in the dark. So that is my biggest success appeal <laughs> um, for anyone who's looking for success in anything. Find a teacher that can hack your system because I didn't have, not only did I not have the, the idea of how to do it, I had limiting beliefs and blocks, even with all of the meditation I'd done, even with all of the hours of self-growth I'd done. I still had yuckiness inside of me around worth, around money, around value, right? And I could never have removed all of that by myself. Yes. Oh, I could not agree more, 100%. Um, I, I share often, I have never gone at this point, and since I started coaching, I haven't gone without a coach myself or, or like a higher level mastermind in, in over three years. So I totally, completely agree. And also I think like having that reflection, a lot of these things when we're, when we're doing work on our own, like when we're doing the meditation, the personal development, when we're working through this on our own, we don't have a mentor. We don't have someone to reflect back to us or kind of mirror. Hey, this is, this is your pattern. This is what you're falling into. Again, this is not reality. Like question your thoughts is this you know your thoughts aren't always uh, aren't always the truth like you have that outside mentor it just allows you to go leaps and bounds not to mention you have their brain in your life or business and their experience as well so true would you say that that is one of like the number one ways to get if, if someone's feeling kind of stuck in their life path or or maybe in their business would you say as that's the same for that or would you have an 100% if you're feeling stuck that that is 100% the way to go right um i mean another thing which i think is important to understand is that the problem's not outside it's inside mm. right so when pe when things get really messy that is the point where you really need to shut it out shut it down come back home mm. come back home Focus on stillness. Focus on being happy for no reason. Focus on, I came into this world with nothing. I'm going to leave with nothing. None of this matters. None. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happens next, right? Because this will all be gone if I were to, you know, wake up from this, I call it the dream called life, right? This is like a dream and we think we're awake, but actually, you know, when you wake, you leave your body, right? So we're actually in a sense, we're sleeping in this world, right? So, and part of um, what happened to me, I had an awakening, right? So I woke up to the fact that I'm not put on this planet to suffer, suffer, suffer and die. Yeah, yeah that's what I'd been taught from my 
you know, a, uh, my ancestors, right? My, um, my poor parents that went through all of this immense pain with, as I said, with apartheid, with poverty, with struggles, with, you know, um, the things that happened to people in, in the times that, you know, we've been living in, right? Um, I was born in the 70s, so my mom was born in, you know, um, in the uh, 50s. And, and so, so, so she, was, she was definitely, they were tripping back then, right? How they treated people and she had to experience that as a young woman. So I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's important to understand that if you want to change something, you need to go inside of yourself. And that's the first place of reference, right? So think about this. If you're fragmented, you're running all over the place, making more bad decisions, making more, you know, energetic waves of negativity, right? So the first thing you need to do when it's messy outside, like things just start to go wrong, is stop and start to come back into yourself. And know that through this realigning of your center, of your grounding, of your open heart, you will change your frequency and immediately start to create more positive flow. And things will start automatically sorting themselves out. Right. But I see too many people thinking, no, I can't stop moving. I have debts. I have debts. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's why you need to stop. Trust me. You know, and it's always amazing to see our students when they do say yes to themselves and come on our campus. And they, you know, the first step in our process is ground, center, come back home, come, come back to the truth which is that you came into this world with nothing, you're gonna live with nothing. And now you need to learn how to live with this awareness of I am, and that's it. Yeah, not I am a mom, I am a wife, I'm a kid, I'm a this, I'm a that. No, I am, right? And in that moment that you breathe into that presence of the real gift is I'm alive, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, that's the real thing that I, I you know, that I, I need to be grateful for everything starts to change in your life, right? Um, and you start making, the most important thing is you start making better decisions because you're deciding from a place of love and not from a place of fear and confusion. So good. For the women who are ready for their quantum leap, which is a trendy word right now, but um, they're ready for that big shift. They're ready for a bigger game. They're ready in their career, in their life for that next big level. And they're feeling that it's super, super close. Do you have advice for them of how they can play a bigger game in their career, how they can reach this next level? Maybe it's through manifestation. Maybe it's through something else. Like what would be your tip for that? Hmm. How to reach your bigger game. Okay. So find out what is your superpower right? I see too many people trying to wear multiple hats and then they try to compare themselves with somebody who's super successful and is a triple threat. But if you look at that triple threat, they built one strong tree, tree trunk and then they branched out, right? So focus, decide what, you, you know, grow your tree trunk, grow strong roots, right? So, you know, Oprah Winfrey, she was a television host, right? That was her first thing. She didn't try to be a television host and an actress and a singer all at the same time because she's like, I'm so talented. I, I can't choose, right? 
No, she went for television host and then started saying yes to other opportunities later. So that's one of my biggest tips is get laser focused and get out of the, the concept that you can wear five hats because you have five talents, right? I have many talents, but I have chosen to be a personal growth mentor, guide, coach, teacher, right? And for the last two and a half decades, I have been um, mastering my craft in being able to facilitate transformation. I'm still in mastery. I'm still in mastery. And if you speak to Oprah, she's also, you know, she's moving on, she's growing, she's doing her thing. She's still in mastery. She's still learning and growing. So that journey of mastery goes on, but you need to choose your trunk. Now I paint, I um, do fashion. I, you know, I have many other things that I'm super good at and love, but I don't spend a lot of time there because I, I need to grow this trunk, right? Um, and then I can still play with the other things. So I think that is something that I would advise people. Find out, I call it superpower, I call it genius. Now, once you have that genius, find something you can, a, a mission that you can, so it's not about you, because when there's too much me, 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 it's very difficult to have longevity, okay? For you to keep the fuel you know, in your tank of success fired up, it can't be about you. It can't be about, oh me, my super, I'm a superpower, look at me, I'm transforming all these people, right? That's not gonna work out. Yeah, that, that's not gonna be enough because there's gonna be hardships along the way to success, okay? You're gonna fall flat on your face, there's gonna be tears, there's gonna be embarrassment. You better be driven by something more meaningful than, you know, I need to get wealthy and have lots of people say Mahima's amazing, right? That's not gonna that's not that's not gonna keep you going, okay? So I call it your mission. Yes, what are you gonna do with this talent? What are you gonna do out there in the world, right? So my personal mission in this world is to empower people to be peaceful, powerful, and joyful in the now. I'm all about this present moment. I feel like so many people are either living in the past, pain or good times, memory of good times, or living in the future, fear of what might happen, right? Blocked and not actually alive now, here. Do you see me? Do you hear me? Do you feel me? Do you see you? Do you hear you? Do you feel you now? You're alive now. And this now matters, right? So it's my personal mission to bring more people into the power of the now, where we can actually plant the seeds of change because that's where it's gonna take place. Yes, you can change the future in the future or the past, but you can change it now, yeah? yeah. In this moment, you and I are having this conversation from two different walks of life, two different you know, uh, status uh, type of women. And in this present moment, we can have a transformative conversation that can bring you know, more of my people and your people together, thinking same, feeling the same, right? So it's this present moment where the magic happens. So that's what drives me. That's what, uh, you know, that's what keeps my fuel tank when I see people, when I can support people to let go of all these fears that come from living in the past and the future and just see them start to abide in the now and feel powerful and happy. Yes, it's so true. Now is really the only time that that matters and the magic happens. Yeah, exact. <laughs> I like what you said. Well, about the um, finding your superpower, I think this is, well, 
guess this just reminds me of the niche, the niching and, and the debate all around this. And this is something that um, I know there's two kind of polarized thoughts around of like, you need to do one thing and one thing only, or, you know, you're multi-dimensional, multi-passionate, and you can do multiple things. I am multi-dimensional, multi-passionate. And I would say I'm more in the camp of someone who um, does multiple things. Um, so I, I like to have these conversations because I know that, um, you know, there's truth to both sides and, um, a, a lot of power behind that. So do you, well, before we go into that, do you agree with like having a really niched business as, as far as like sticking to one specific thing and not talking about anything else? Look, I, I, it depends on what you want, right? Like success is relative, right? Um, but if you look at the brands that have made the biggest impact, you understand what they're about and they're not all over the place, right? That's just the way it is, right? So if you look at any, any brand that feels like, Ooh, got, you know, got my attention. They're, they're single-minded and they're single-focused, right? When you dig deeper, okay, you see in the background, they might be doing this, that, and the other, but right, their status is clear, right? So let me give an example like Sarah, okay? Sarah is not trying to do like, you know, designer dresses for 2000 bucks plus cheap clothes, right? They're doing their cheap clothes that are fancy, you know, fancy and good designed. So you know exactly what you're gonna get when you go over there, right? So I do think that it depends on what you're trying to build. If it's if it, if it's not about um, if it's not about if, if if you have money and you don't need to worry about that, it, you know the business doesn't need to make money. You can you can just have fun and do whatever. Then I think you can be in multiple places and just you know and you get a bit there and a bit there and a bit there. But I do think that if you want to play a big game, which is like seven eight figures, you're going to need to get laser focused. That is what I believe. Yeah, and what I have seen from just about every you know, uh, like person around the, the globe that is playing like, like, you know, uh, million dollar games, right? So um, that I think that is at least for the first, as I said, you grow the first trunk. There's time, there's time to grow branches. But if you haven't grown that first steady trunk, yeah, um, I think you got, it's going to be challenging, right? Because at the end of the day, business is to be sustainable, right? It is about fun. Fun is one part of it, but you need to have the finances flowing through the business in order for it to be sustainable and in order for it to be fun, right? So if your business is not making money and it's struggling, yes, but you're all over the place, then you might need to say, okay, I'm not sure if this is working. <laughs> is that making sense, Kat? Yeah, totally. I mean, I, yeah. I have similar methodology with like focus and then, and then branch out, like have that solid trunk and then yeah. as well. I mean, I know many seven, eight figure, you know, um, business owners and coaches specifically who have a variety of offerings very quickly from the, from the, from the beginning. But they're coaches. Exactly. They're not like, I'm a coach, I'm a chef, I'm a, you know, um, hockey player. Right. I mean, yeah, it's a coach that has different offerings. That's the branch, right? So that's the focus. But there's literally people that think like I, I have a student working on my campus. He's he's DJing and he's photographing and he's um, uh, painting 
yeah, right? Like and none of it, and none of it is creating the trunk. Yeah. You know? So he's running and he's doing all of these things, and and his life is okay. But I mean, he joined me because he feels like this is nice, but there must be more I can be doing. And I said to him, yes, because you need to decide which one of these different things you're gonna take and master. Like you're gonna drill in, dig in. And it takes courage to do that because there's the fear mole factor for many people, right? Fear of missing out. So we wanna be everywhere at once. So yeah, as I said, it just depends on uh, on what exactly we're talking about. But I, I really do believe that if we're talking business, if we're talking money, then focus, focus, focus. <laughs> um, one last question for you, Mahima, before we close, where this is the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast, what does it mean to you to be a wealthy and well woman? What does that look like in your life? Wealthy is about freedom, freedom to uh, express myself um, authentically, to be me, to, to, to be who I am and not feel like I'm trying to be what others need me to be or like I'm confused, should I say this, should I do this, should, like, like that, there's none of that messiness. I just show up and I can be me and I've given myself permission to be an authentic expression of self. That's abundance. Um, it's about beautiful relationships um, with, uh, with, with everybody that I come across, whether it's just for a few moments somewhere in a shop or if it's, you know, a longer term relationship. Relationships that, 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 that aren't just based on when it's all fun and happy, we're together and it's lovely. And when we have a challenging moment or we don't agree or somebody, then it all falls apart. Like riches for me when, when we can accept our humanity, accept our brilliance, but also accept our crap and what we're not nice in, right? And, and be able to, to be compassionate to, to each other so we can build these deeper relationships of trust and respect. Um, so it's relationships, it's, um, it's being able to do what I love in the world. Wealth is being able to say, I can make money doing what I love. I don't need to compromise. I don't need to do a side gig. I don't need to do this as part time. And what I really love is just happening over the weekend. Wealth is for me and well-being is that every day I can wake up and I can live my, my purpose and my genius and my calling and i love to help people figure that out and that's what i do the mahima mindset helps people to figure out you know how can you make money doing what you love and it doesn't matter how far away you are from that you can you can there's no better um, than the present moment to start planting those seeds of you know what if you're in your body if you have the grace to be in your body what does that look like in five years in ten years right so you can you know so you you build your dreams you might not be living them right now in the second, but in this moment, you can start pivoting away from something that doesn't serve you, right? And start moving into the right direction. So for me, wealth is all of those things. It's, uh, it's laughter. It's laughter every day. Like, and people say, yeah, but every day, like, come on, we have humor. Yeah, if you build the humor inside of you, you can literally laugh every day, even on your worst days, like horrible things are happening, you could still laugh because it's your, it's your birthright to, to feel, you know, to, to be able to feel laughter or joy or, you know, um, well-being. So yeah, wealth is feeling good in my own skin and supporting others to feel amazing as well. 
Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. Before we close, can you let our listeners who want to get in touch with you know where to find you and how to plug in deeper with you? I would love, love, love to offer through this podcast a gift, which is, um, uh, it's three different things. One is my international best-selling book, which has my three steps to inner peace in it, right? The three things that you need to know if inner peace is something that's important to you. It is a great book. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to, it's, you're going to laugh. You're going to cry maybe a little bit as well because there's a bit of my story in there. Um, but so I'm going to offer that. Um, it's, it's all free. And then I'm also going to offer my seven days reprogram your mind, which is, you know, people, we, we, we think in a way that affects what we're creating. So in this reprogram your mind, I'm going to give you alternative ways to think about certain things, especially how you think about your relationship to the world, right? A lot of us feel like this world is a bad place. There's a lot of bad people and there's a lot of, you know, hate. And and so that's what we're creating in our, you know, sort of everyday life. So if you could start seeing other aspects of the world. So in seven days reprogramming your mind, I want to take your attention to the other aspects of the world so that you can start living in that more abundant place. And then I have a 21 day meditation challenge, right? And this challenge, whether you've meditated for years or you're just starting, is going to allow you to get so grounded and so much more in your heart and in your sense of well-being in just 21 days. So that's like three gorgeous gifts that are available if you click the link that's with this particular podcast and go ahead and hook yourself up with this free membership that will have these three products for you and you can start enjoying the Mahima mindset and everything that it could bring hopefully to you. I'm so happy to be able to offer that gift. Amazing. Thank you so much for offering that for our listeners. We'll definitely have the link in the bio for that. And thank you so much for coming on today. It's been an absolute joy. Kat, I love the work you're doing. I love seeing other women empower other women. So it's just been a pleasure and a joy to be here with you. Thank you so much. Keep doing this great work. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on today's episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I am so grateful that you listened in. If you loved what you heard and you feel called to share, please go leave me a review on iTunes so I can make sure to keep all this good stuff coming your way. Also share this episode with someone you think would absolutely love it. And I will be so grateful. That's how we spread the wealthy and well woman mission together. If you aren't already following me on social media, come and join me by following at Kat Sanuski. I would love to connect with you there and I cannot wait to connect you with you back here in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and shine as the wealthy and well woman you are.